0: This podcast is part of the Podtron Podcast Network. For more, visit podtron.wordpress.com and Podtron Network on Twitter and Facebook.
1: This was red.
2: I'm Paul. You don't know my artistic vision!
0: I am Greg. I want to remake Friday the 13th, but it's all underwater and it all stars sharks. <laughs> Where
2: two guys force themselves to watch movies from the 80s.
0: Hey, have you seen Vision Quest? I sure haven't. Hell no! All right, let's talk about it. The only thing that's missing is America built a wall.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the <only thing> <laughs>
2: has to be someone from Ford who went down and went, so, um, wha- what happened here, Bob? It's a movie called Red Dawn. <laughs> wink, wink. Wink, wink.
0: <laughs> I'm going to start this again and you're going to edit this out.
2: And we are back. This was Rad Podcast, the podcast where we watch 80s movies and tell you if they're still rad. I am Paul. I am Greg. And uh, this week we are doing Night of the Creeps.
0: Uh, Greg, was this movie rad? Let's finish this up. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> 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 We've we've been getting faster and faster every time we do this, and now we're at a breakneck pace. Well, wow! Uh, I
2: think I what what we just saw each other log on to Skype for thirty seconds. We're on. We're into the movie. Was it rad? Let's wow! Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got chicken well, to cook.
0: Jeez. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, no, of course.
2: Uh, this was rad podcast. Podcasts where we watch 80s movies and we tell you if they're still rad. Um, not a lot going on. Uh, I am from New England, so of course, congratulations to six-time winner uh, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady of the New England Patriots. Um, I, I'm fairly sure we can just say the Super Bowl is a game in which a team in the NFL plays the New England Patriots for the championship.
0: Yeah, I, I saw somebody change the Wikipedia page of the Super Bowl to read... Uh, the Super Bowl, the last Patriots game of the season, <laughs> yes. and that it continues to go on. Uh, I, am, I am from New England, but living in Los Angeles. So this is the second Ooh. championship I've had. Uh, the Sox and the Dodgers being the other, where I've been getting a lot of dirty looks nah, uh, I'm sure. in the office. Um, after I explain to them that I don't follow soccer, I get puzzled looks. <laughs> um, nice. Anyway, but yeah, I uh, go... Local and/or college uh, sports team, I guess. Um, yeah, that, that's it. I mean, it's yeah. Patriots. Football uh, football's the only sport
2: I follow, so you know I got to kind of be invested there. Uh, so. I mean, to
0: be to be perfectly fair, I don't like. I think esports are equally dumb. Like, as like I don't, I don't yeah. particularly care for any of that. Nope. I, however, I am not one of those people who loves to go out of their way to tell everybody how dumb sports are. I like lots of dumb things, and that is perfectly okay. If you like stuff that I don't, I'm and not gonna ride you for it.
1: A
2: hundred percent. Um, you know, it's uh, when I see the Facebook posts of like, ah, oh, I don't want to hear about sport ball. It's like,
0: okay, oh, then no, just those then... people live for being able to tell people they don't follow they just sports. Do- they you they know just how don't?
2: That's it. You I know, don't. You know.
0: You know how vegans get like that rep? Where, you know that old <laughs> joke? How do you know you're at a party with a vegan? Yeah. They'll tell you. Um, it's it's the same thing with the anti sports crowd. It's like, oh, trust me. They love being able to tell everyone how cool they are because they don't pay attention to sports. They're yeah. just as bad. They're it, just as bad. It's it just you've, you know what? Just you've become the thing you swore to destroy. That's fine. Um, just don't
2: enjoy it. I'm okay if you don't enjoy it. I, I don't go out of my way to tell you how much you need to enjoy anything. So just, yeah, it's fine.
0: All right. Okay, this was sports uh, is over. Let's get into of, Yeah, <laughs> enough of this sports. Let's let's go to the uh oft requested by our good friend Mr. Bibbs. We covered Night of the Creeps.
2: Yeah, now, I don't like spoilers for the end of the show, but I've got a feeling there's going to be a lot of disappointment toward
0: uh, the uh-oh. the 1-hour mark here. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um <laughs> Uh, I guess before before we get into this, I'll say a couple of fun facts. Sure. One, this is directed by Fred Decker, who also directed what movie we covered on the podcast, Paul? Another uh, movie. It was graffiti on the bathroom wall in this movie. Striper Rules? Oh, oh, I wish. <laughs> Monster Squad! He di- He wrote and directed Monster Squad. Oh, okay, okay. Now, you you want another fun fact? We've we've covered sixty-six percent of Fred Decker's directing. <laughs> well if, if well, we do Robocop 3, we'll have literally done every movie the guy ever directed. Robocop three, you said? Yeah. But that movie doesn't exist, so we're not gonna cover it. Well, we should just do it. Anyway, um, also also fun fun fact that I always like to point out. Uh, Dick Miller appearing in this movie. Yes! R.I.P. He passed away very recently. He did. Super, super sad. Uh, what number Dick Miller movie is this for us? Do you I know? tried counting. I'm going to guess four. It's five. He was he was in Gremlins, yep. Terminator, Explorers, and you probably forgot he was in Chopping Mall.
2: Uh no, because he's the uh uh
0: the squeegee man he, he is he is i'll be and honest you know what movie i forgot he five. was in was terminator terminator <laughs> he play, plays the gun owner the, gu- the gun store owner yeah
2: yeah it. that because uh because that was a minor one and explorers he's the cop
0: yep so uh, and gremlin's mr putterman
1: yeah, of course Of course, so. he's
0: he's the the, the so yes. the next door neighbor no i and I, uh tom atkins surprising me this is the fourth movie we've done with him in it is it really? He was in Escape from New York. He was the he was in Creep Show. He was the dad of young Stephen King's son in the Interstitials. Oh, maybe okay. And he was in Lethal Weapon.
2: Okay, I called him Dennis Farina through the whole thing. So <laughs> that's right. He so when I call, so when we say Dennis Farina again.
0: goes someplace, that's what I'm referencing. So there we go. That's it. All the fun facts out of the way. Let's just so, get right wait, to wait, it, wait, Paul. wait, wait, wait,
2: wait. We really should. So, first of all, at some okay, point, okay. we definitely need to put together our peeping baseball team. I think
0: that's fallen by the web wayside. Oh, oh man, you know what? Maybe but, I. It's almost time to start coming up with multiple team names because I think I, we've got enough here. I think where we do. Interleague play is is <laughs> yeah. right on the horizon. This movie alone could we have <laughs> we could, we've got a whole like we, we can now break it's no longer Iron Man peeping where they're playing offense and defense <laughs> we, we can now actually have a whole defensive squad so, and an offensive squad so great
2: are we are we at the point opening with the sports talk are we at the point where we could have the official this was rad peeping exhibition world championship
0: yeah. I mean, I mean, if the XFL could get on TV, I feel like we could find a couple of dumb, rich people to, to sponsor our thing. Martha
2: Plimpton's not acting anymore, so she's available. Ooh, do you think you, she, she would do great color commentary, I bet? No, she's a she's definitely like a catcher. Coach? She's a coach uh, at this point? No, she's a player. I think so. Okay, okay. Well, well Greg, all of these actors are from the 80s. They're, they're all too old to be young enough to play. So they're all going to have to just it's it's um, it's more like an over 45 softball league. I, think. I got you. OK, OK, Maybe OK, OK. I, we keep saying baseball. I think it's an an over 40
0: softball. league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 slow pitch, but the fundamentals are really good. Yeah. No, I was going to ask, Um, who's the uh, Dick Miller? Does that top him as most appearances? Who I always forget. I think there's one person who was in more movies than him. Um, you know, actually I, I we don't normally do this at the top. Mr. Bibbs was super, super cool. Um I don't I don't know if you're super familiar with them, but um he made a list of every single movie we've covered over on the the letterboxed uh website.
2: He did mention that one uh, like a year or so ago, and I have not gone. Oh no, back this distance. was
0: this was just like back in February. This was this was very, very recently that he that he did this. February, and it's,
2: it's February seventh
0: or eighth. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought you said a year ago. Yeah. When did he do it? Like seven days ago. No, I'm not aware of that. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he made a list on Letterboxd of every movie we've covered, oh, which was incredibly cool. Thank you. <laughs> um, he did it. He did it for us, and he did it for Cadavercast, who also are a fantastic podcast that you and I are are huge, huge fans. Very of. much so, long term, and um uh, uh bibs if you ever just have nothing to do could you actually make a definitive list of who what actors appear to the most movies we've done because paul and i are we we would we forget to do the show half the time let alone like actual details of the show that's so beyond us tell you what we
2: on top of that if you could also find out who we've put on the peeping teams
0: Oh, you're going to make him listen to all, like, 139 episodes No, again?
2: no, I'm not, because I am positive this man he has knows. listened to every episode three times.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: And he's just sitting there listening right now going, uh, Duh, Martha Plimpton, uh, kid from... Rudy. Uh, Mossaquad. He's just rattling them yeah. off.
0: All right, fair enough. <laughs> oh, Super man. fan Mr. Bibbs. Mis- uh, Bibbs, you're the best. All right, seriously, so- let's... Are we, are we ready? Are we jumping in or do we have I was more? just
2: about to say, Greg, what do All you right. remember about this movie?
0: Okay. I, I, this is, this is a weird one for me and here's why. I came across this movie on a Saturday one time. I do not remember what, when, where I watch it. I'm going to guess TBS. That's like a solid guess. Sure. For me in the, for me in the sort of early nineties to late eighties. That was like a lot of movies would, would wind up being on that. And It was the part where the axe murderer zombie is getting shot by all the cops Okay And I was like, this movie looks amazing And I thought it was a zombie movie And then all of a sudden there's like these weird like slugs that are like jumping into people's mouths And there's a dog and like a bus of dumb frat guys bites it And I was just like, this is the greatest movie of all time This is amazing (laughs) And I went to school the next day, and I was like, I was watching this movie, where, and I just was explaining it to my friend, and he's like, oh, yeah, I saw that movie too, and I was like, I have no idea what the name of this was, and he told me, oh, it's called Night of the Creeps. So, fast forward to when I was in senior high, and I was was a senior, rather, and I was trying to get through all my uh, movies that I had, like, seen, but not front to back. This is one of the ones I rented, and I was really confused from the opening. I thought I had rented the wrong movie. Yep. And then the movie kicks in, and, it's, and so this is what I remember. Takes a while to get going. Once it gets going, though, it it kind of doesn't stop, and it just increases the speed until the end of the movie. It's insanity, and it's great. I, I, I loved this movie as a kid, so highlights uh, rather than stories would be uh, Flamethrower, uh, Shooting a Guy in the Head with a Shotgun, uh, Duct Tape on the Mouth, that's a, that's just smart, um, and uh, Roger Corman University, uh, always remembered that. Okay. Uh, what about you, Paul? Uh, what do I remember? Well, everybody listening
2: at home can say it all along with me. Oh, here we go, everybody. Paul. Paul doesn't like horror movies and never watched them as a kid. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so no, I remember nothing. I do remember this movie like being on TV and me like consciously avoiding it because I knew there were zombies or something like that going on and, and some weird creepy horror stuff. So no, I never watched it as a kid. Um, but again, See the fact that you even saw it on TV. This is a movie I only heard in passing. I can't and remember I, it ever being on TV, and like even the late I night creep shows and stuff like that. I
0: I I only remember this ever being on TV once. Yeah. Now I was now now that doesn't mean anything. I'm just saying this this was not. There are movies you and I cover where we specifically say you you could see this movie like every year, you know, every couple of months. Yep. This this was not one. It ran and. For all I know, that was the only time it was ever on TV.
2: Yeah, when uh, so this was a suggestion from uh, from Mister Bibbs. Um, he wanted us to do this, and and um, uh, I know you
0: mentioned it for a while. We should we should point out that uh, Patreon uh, subscriber Mister Bibbs, very good, which is yes. why we, uh, why we jumped on this movie rather quick because yes. we uh, are good to our Patreon subscribers. Yes,
2: so he um, so he suggested it, and uh, and like I said, I I, had, I knew the name of it. But I wasn't able to. I, I don't remember watching it as a kid. Um, so that's what we did watch. Now we both watched the director's cut, which is free yes. with commercials on Amazon right now. It was
0: it, j- just like watching a movie back in the '80s, uh, with just except there were no crappy local commercials.
2: Uh, I, and the commercial breaks were shorter. I mean, they, they I think they, they were they thirty about,
0: seconds. I was gonna say they averaged about. 20 something seconds
2: yeah i think they were all like 30 35 seconds so it's pretty good um so yeah that's that's what we did i mean, so i got nothing else to contribute anything else from you greg
0: um i i guess we can we can mention that um it, one, this is one of the weird movies that the theatrical cut i don't think ever made it out of theaters uh the, as soon as it made regular video the ending was changed Oh really? And we'll we'll talk about that when we get yeah, to the yeah, ending. Yeah. But yeah, of course. yeah, it's um you 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 can find it online. It's thirty seconds, <laughs> like it's so fast. But we'll we'll talk about that later. And let's just jump right in to Night of the Creeps.
2: And um, the movie opens up with um with a whole bunch of with this slow crawl of the Creeps logo, which is kind of comic booky. It actually reminded me very much of Tales from.
0: The Crypt uh, uh, and Creep Show. And Creep Show. It, it, that's the one it, I was thinking it's, of. It, yeah, the font is really, really, really close to the Creep Show font. So it's got this it's this slow crawl of
2: the creeps, and they're showing all the names and the credits and, and things like that. Um, and then the movie opens up, and I was confused. I couldn't tell if this was a sewer, or my first thought was, <laughs> oh, this looks like some sort of weird spaceship. And then. Giant naked babies attack you. Oh, a spaceship? <laughs> are, are shooting at each other, and I was very much like, "What did I just walk into?"
0: Um, I, I have another, no idea what was another, going on. Another movie, I think that 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 you and I both agree that the alien opening is oh, pointless man. and not needed. Just have something fall out of fall to Earth. That's, That's it. it. That's Everyone everyone understands, oh, it came from the stars. Who cares what it is? And we, you, you don't know this at the time, but it doesn't pay off. It's not like the aliens come back halfway through the movie and like help the protagonist. Like It's pointless. Well, so to kind of start dissecting this movie a
2: little bit, I think there is a reason why they do it. And it's this. Everybody has the last name of a horror director. That's right. Okay. You have Roger Corman University. You have all of these things that are homages to horror shows, to horror movies, going all the way back to Night of the Living Dead and everything else. Right. I think the spaceship aspect is supposed to be an homage to the movie they show in the movie. Plan nine, from, Plan outer nine space. from outer
0: space. You know what? That actually makes sense. But that's but it's
2: so loose and so weird that it's almost like I don't know why. It, I'm with you. It's as stupid as the garbage can and garbage pail kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It doesn't make a, it doesn't make a point. But I think that's why it's in there. It's that kind that's of fair. weird
0: homage. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. And there are a lot of like '50s overtones to this movie. Where you know because yes. like, you start off in the fifties and it's in black and white and it's very kind of ridiculous in its in its portrayal. So it, it, I guess that 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 does make sense. But yeah, why don't we just actually jump into that? So uh, some crap is jettisoned from the alien ship. It uh, uh no 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 heads towards Earth. Now hold on and what? Oh, okay,
2: fundamentals of why it happened in the first place. Why was that naked baby
0: so hellbent on shooting slugs into the Earth? Do you think it was the same naked baby from the end of uh, 2001? Hmm, good question. Maybe he's just really mad at Earth, and he's like, <laughs> I was stuck in that alien zoo, so screw you guys, this, you get slugs now. But wait, why are
2: the other naked
0: babies trying to stop him?
2: No, 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 no. It was a
0: misunderstanding, Harold. Yeah.
2: (laughs) They're
0: like, like, look, you were only supposed to be in there for like a day and a half. We're real sorry. No, no. That you were there for like 45
2: years. Wait a second.
0: Was it a prank
2: gone wrong? And and the other two aliens, they put him in there by accident. He was only supposed to be in there for a day and ended up being 500 years. And they're like, no, Harold, we're so sorry. I'm going to kill them all.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm... I'm... (laughs) You know what? I don't care what the real answer is. That's that's amazing. I love that.
2: Oh my god! Because I was just like, okay, okay. Even even spaceship aside, why is he jettisoning these? Why? There's no. They don't explain it. Nope. At least I will say this. At least Plan Nine, as stupid as that movie is, at least they go. Oh well. We just want to see if we can control people. That's right. It. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They have a reason, dumb yeah. as it may be. They've got one. So anyway, we then cut down the Earth, and it's black and white. It's 1959. Again, it's threw college. me
2: completely off as I'm like, "Yeah, it's what's it's going very, on? It's
0: very weird." Um, so uh, they uh, there's a, a a guy is taking a woman out on a date. Uh, uh, the old the old uh, let's go quote unquote look at the stars in my convertible. Um, oh, well
2: well what they do is they park someplace. Yep. They're parking parking on a hill.
0: That's right. We saw yes. we saw back to the future. We know we know the term. Exactly. Yes. Um so uh <laughs> can I can can we just take a moment to say screw you boomers? Like you got to get sweet convertibles in college oh, right. like working at like McDonald's. Not cool.
2: What I want, you know, my perfect world is the 50s
0: aesthetic with the technology of today, and the—that's what I want. And and we're and we're gonna take out all the racism. So well, it's no, not, I mean that's that's obvious. We have to, obviously, no, that's okay, obvious. But, I mean, that's, and uh, I mean, does that yeah. even have to be said? I I think yes. I think just just to be safe, <laughs> let's just go on record, just so Bye. no one thinks. We get written up in some weird thing. i s <laughs> I'm talking about the aesthetic, Greg. The aesthetic, I'm not talking okay. about the just... the interracial sexual politics all... of, the, I a, of I am a I am a coward. I fear for everything, every minute of every day. I, I
2: know, his... I know. I'm sorry. I missed the millennial <laughs> bus by two
0: years, so I I'm less jaded than all of you. When when is the when did, when did the millennial bus leave the station?
2: Exactly? Uh it's anywhere between 80 and 83 is where they call Somewhere they call in those it windows, now. okay. But I see people that are like, 82, I'm a millennial. No, you just want to be a jackass. Shut up and get to work.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't like to use those terms because they're invented by marketers to try to sell people things. So
2: No, no, no. What's How could they be work? selling you anything? Millennials are killing everything.
0: That's well. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, you know, all I can say, millennials <laughs> keep doing it. Because so far, all the stuff you're killing is nothing that I care about. The wedding industry, the diamond industry, Applebee's, just keep on keeping. Oh,
2: on. hold on, let's take back Applebee's. Their riblets are delicious.
0: Uh, look, I'd be with you if they still had the appetizer platter, but they have—they don't have that anymore, and they've okay, dropped that's... too many things from their menu. That's I'm fair. an Outback guy now. Applebee's is dead. Oh, Outback, bloomin' Bloom onion all day long every day. Outback, okay, if you're I'll give, listening, I'll give you the onion. I give you the onion.
2: That oh, oh, renegade you know what, steak
0: don't... with the with the with the spices. I, I don't like it. Oh, but you know what? You know what I would like? A half of a Bloomin' Onion. A half bloom an and onion? Bloomin' Onion's very, very big. I mean, like, I, like, two people struggle to eat that, and then a meal afterwards.
2: So, like, a Bloomin' Onion.
0: Well, do you remember, um, was it the 99 restaurant they had the baked apple? Is that, am I thinking of the right restaurant? I don't know. That doesn't sound anyway. familiar to me. Anyway, there was a restaurant that had the baked apple, but then they had a thing called the baby apple because the baked apple was like three feet long. It was oh, enormous. Jesus. It, was, it was. No, like no I one don't remember that it. at all. And then and then they had the baby apple, which was still like way too big. We're getting very specific for people who grew up in <laughs> Massachusetts. Night of the Applebees, of course. Yeah. Anyway, okay, fine. We get, we got to get back to <laughs> yeah, this movie. It's yeah, be a let's, let's get back to the movie. It's exciting. So so <laughs> um uh uh their 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 are Johnny and Pam. I'm glad you wrote down names, because man, I—I no, I I will be down honest; those are the only two names I wrote down. So, all right. So, anyway, uh, they see a star. It blows past them. It's not a star. It's falling from space. It crashes into the woods. Yeah, yeah. And um, we have a lot going on in this movie because the radio just informed them that there's a a mental patient who has escaped from the criminally insane mental institution, and. So there's a lot. There's a and, lot happening. And
2: you know what's funny is at this moment, again, never watching this movie I didn't even read the synopsis. Mike I was starting to get an idea that this was gonna be like creep show. Like whatever the monsters jettison actually just like um um heavy metal. They jettison okay. something, and then they're gonna have all of these stories that happen that are interstitched with each other. Right, tied to whatever they sent down to Earth. That was my thought. So when it was in the fifties and the serial killer was out, I was like, "Oh, okay, this is a story," and then it's going to go to another one and another one and another one. Right. No, I don't. I don't get this. The, the uh, mental patient at all. It it doesn't make sense.
0: It's yeah. There's like there's just a lot going on. So who? It's Pam and who? Johnny. Johnny is like, I got to check this out. So he's like, we're, we're done parking because apparently... like, like And now I got to say, Johnny, I got a little bit of respect for you. You're like super nerd all of a sudden. You're like, well, I could be with this woman, but something just fell from space. Did you did you, did you hear what she said at one oh, point? Oh, we're going to get to this. So they park on the <laughs> side of the road. Johnny is out of that car like a flash. He's just like, <laughs> top is down. Anything he's that gets me away from the girl. He's, he's, he's fleeing and... Yeah, and so go, go ahead, Paul. You, you you brought it up by all means. So this, got, is, this, 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 got, this made me. This was. I forgot this was in the movie, and I laughed out loud at this. So jo- so she's out there, and jo- she goes, Johnny, come back. <laughs> you can fondle my breasts, <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, she's putting it out there, Johnny. I mean, whatever's in the woods. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I I, I say, as far as uh, owning owning your sexuality, like like A plus, <laughs> like you're. Yeah, you're calling the shots. I, I think it. Johnny I think Johnny heard that, turned around and goes, I can do that any day.
2: How many times are we gonna find a fallen star?
0: <laughs> so so of course he finds the canister. There's full of these weird slug things, and the slugs are about eh, we say like eight, nine inches long. They're, yeah, something they're like that. big.
2: They're giant banana slugs, but black. Yeah,
0: and they jump in his mouth. Yeah. And then we cut back to Uh, Pam, who is not long for this world it it turns out, and uh, behind her creeping up is the escaped mental patient with a fire axe Yeah, and he goes to swing it at her and it hard cuts to 1986 right there. We're we're off.
2: Yeah, and again, that's what I mean. So it's like, okay, the slug is going to be important. It's going to tie it all together. We're in 1986. Now that's, okay, it's just going to be these college kids over and over again. But then I realized, wait a second, we skipped the 60s and 70s. That would have been a that would have been the throughput I would have done. Nope, we just hard cut to the '80s and then we just stick there.
0: So that's where we are, and uh, so here we go. We've got our hero, Chris Romero. Uh, this is where you start seeing more and more and more famous horror people in here. Yep. Uh, so Chris, I, I did remember his name, JC, his buddy JC, and they uh, JC is. Uh, I don't, did you did you get what was actually wrong with him? He's got crutches. He's always walking with, but I don't think they ever specifically state.
2: No, they don't. No, um, I mean he can obviously he has some ability to walk, you know, with the crutches. But no, they never say. And you know what? They never. I gotta say, in this movie, I was very surprised and very good because other than when we get to you know his cumulation, it's really never brought up. Yeah, It's, uh, it's used a couple times to show the bully aspect, but. It's not like, oh, you can't do that because, oh, you can't. Right. It's just, oh, no, he just has crutches. That's what he is.
0: Yeah, it's kind of, it's like, kind it. of like Silver Bullet. Where yeah. It's just like, yeah, very yep, much. This is who he is, but that's not how he defines right. himself. It, it comes still, up like, when it needs still to. A, yeah, he's still a, still a character. But it's not even right. without that. As a matter so, of fact,
2: um I so we, we see these two guys, and there's a new girl in... Town, I forget. Her, I know her last name is Cronenberg. We find Cronenberg.
0: Her name's Cynthia.
2: That was the first one that kind of got me like Cronenberg, and then I started noticing more names.
1: Yeah, um, yeah.
0: I gotta say, JC, he's a top-notch wingman. JC. Now you have to remember, it's 1986, so his humor is a little grating. But I agree. He uh, he, he puts he, himself in danger. He 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 makes the moves to to lighten the mood. Uh, he's, I would say. To a fault, maybe he's a little too try hard,
2: a, a, a little bit, but for this time and age, and, and just for college kids in general, where oh, also fair. your best friend is a wallflower and you're still putting yourself out there for him. I try hard, try hard, I would think would be more uh, like um, Teen Wolf, the best friend in oh, Teen Wolf. There we go, right. That dude, he's a tryhard. He's putting himself out there way too much. JC is, he, he, he like you said, his humor's a little grating because it's a college kid in the 80s. But I think he's just trying to look out for his buddy. Like, you know, and, and to a point, because he's got the crutches, I'm sure that's built a stronger personality. Like, I have to get over this faster, right, right, so right, I have right. to be more forward. And it works. I think it works beautifully um i like his character throughout the entire movie
0: i would i would agree i would agree um so chris chris is like oh man i'm instantly in love with the cynthia character but i i can't possibly go talk to her that would be crazy exactly uh so he decides oh i know what i gotta do i gotta join a fraternity because that's she's here at this party for the frat guys She must love frat guys yep all right i gotta join the fraternity and, of course, the the frat guys are like, oh, well, will tell you what, you go no. dump a corpse on the lawn, we'll let you in. Of Hold on, the Greg.
2: They have a it. sign that says betas
0: yes. are the best. Okay? And that's very, very funny in 2019. It is
2: tragically hilarious. I said, yes, it is. betas are better. Nuff said. Nuff said. <laughs> that's it. And then, uh, of course, they're all just dude bros. Oh, and uh, I mean, I, I didn't expect anything different, but Yes. For a minute, I was like, ooh, no. <laughs> I don't know. Um. So, yeah, so anyway, they go to this pledge, and it culminates in um, who we find out is Cindy, Cynthia, whatever the girl's name is, Cronenberg's uh, C- yeah, boyfriend Cynthia. is... Oh, Brad. Brad is the leader of the betas, and he tells the two guys, um, Chris and JC, they got to go steal a corpse, dump it on the lawn. They go to the where they think the morgue is, and this is
0: where they find, like like you do in most colleges, if you you pe- you know uh, putts around in the basement long <laughs> enough, yeah. you just run across a secret lab where a body from a child's body from 1959 has just been frozen cryogenically. Well, you know, he is a teenager. I mean, he's okay, the okay, same age. No. Yeah, he's, a, he's, he's an eight, 18 year eighteen-year-old, nineteen. Yeah, year old. yeah. Well, I mean, so are they,
2: right? I mean, they're barely nineteen or so. But so they see him. I'll be honest. I dipped out for a second, and I missed how how he escaped. But I did see that uh, uh, Chris and JC run, and then uh, the young doctor who looked familiar, but I couldn't remember his name. Oh,
0: he's been in. I'll look up his name. That guy has been in a million things. Yes, yeah.
2: Um, He plays the young. What they I think they called him young young doctor or something like that. Uh, He gets attacked and killed.
0: And then Dave, David Pamer is his name. Yes. And he has 160 credits on IMDb. The guy, I believe it. He was in a he
2: ton is, of stuff. He's in a million things. In the 80s and 90s. And the corpse runs away.
0: Yeah. Basically, all, all, all you missed was they, uh, Chris whines the whole time. And JC is like, let's just get this over with. Come on. And they break him out of cryogenics and they drop him and run away because the body like twitches. Yep. Yeah. So they, they 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 take off. Okay. And so now yeah, where do we we jump from here to I believe the so, detective, right? Well, because he gets he gets called in because uh No,
2: well, yes. I mean, they we see Chris and JC run out and they have like this little talk or whatever in, the, in their room. They pick her like an old married couple and then and then we cut to the detective. Who is having dream upon flashback upon dream upon flashback? This guy's gotta be on Quaaludes, right? It's like a yeah, it's
0: it's it's <laughs> uh it's it's like a Bune film. It's uh, it's very, <laughs> very deep. Um it's just layers on layers on yeah. you know, dream within a dream within a dream within a dream. It's very weird. Um and uh uh so he 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 gets called to check out the break in and he's been told hey there's two bodies but he shows up there's only one body oh
2: now doesn't this cop just love the quips because oh, man.
0: constantly says thrill me that's that's shorthand for tell me what's going on Says it constantly throughout this movie. Oh my says god! Like he five calls different everybody
2: times. Tom and Jerry. What does he ends up calling him Spanky and Alfalfa? It just yeah. He oh he, Anytime,
0: anytime anyone says Detective Cameron, he's like no Bullwinkle Moose. Like he always has like a always like a different character. He's always calling. People.
2: Oh yeah, and you know he is the smartest man in the room, of course. Hundred percent. It's just a town full of incompetent boobs who couldn't possibly solve a crime without him.
0: Yeah. I, do you Why think the crime? Well, you know what? We'll get we'll get into yeah. that at the end of the movie. Um. So uh, the corpse is now making its way uh, back to the sorority house. It's kind of like it's uh, it's it's like reliving, you know, what it did while it was alive. It's it's tracing the steps back.
2: Yes. Yeah, I, I got that. And and it goes back to where Miss Cronenberg is. Um, oh, oh, wait a second. I'm sorry. Before we leave the cops, I have two things that I wrote down. And I'll be honest, my notes get real loose after this, so this is important. Uh, he uh, he walks in, and he says, ah, what is this, like a bad B-movie? Right. <laughs> yes, because you're so self-aware. But then he proceeds to say, what am I going to have to do to straighten you out? Use your baton as a poo for poo patrol? And I'm like, wow. What?
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't. I got. I got nothing. I got. And the other cop just kind of takes it like. Yeah, you're right. I'm bad. You know, the cops just take anything this guy says. Nobody like is like, "Hey, you're out of line," or like, "I did my bet." Like nothing. They're just like, "No." Okay. Oh yeah. You're right. He puts
2: a cigarette out in the crime scene of a
0: cryogenics lab. They're the buffoons. Yep. So police work in 1986 apparently was a lot different. (laughs) Than what than what it is today.
2: So the the zombie shows up at uh whatever faces show uh room, head explodes, all the slugs pop out. Yep. And and where's the body go? That's what I never figured out on that.
0: So there's there's a few things that are a little confused to me, but so they they, they get called to the scene and he sees that the head looks like there was like an axe wound to the face. Oh, okay, okay. So So, he's like, well, this brings me back to 1959. Okay. Now, I don't think that was the case. I think the thing just fell out the window and cracked its head open because it was a zombie. (laughs)
2: Uh, That's what I thought happened. Again, dipped in and out.
0: So, we We say that a lot as we go along. (laughs) So, the next day, the fraternity guys corner Chris and JC. Yeah. and they're like hey we told you to dump it on this other place not the not the, the sorority uh, not the sorority house that's not cool and and they say hey we actually chickened out we we didn't do that at all yep we uh so why don't you you know this was your your brain your your uh uh you know hey brainiac this was your idea and then he trips JC just so we are 100% sure that this guy is a real jerk
2: yes well we, you got to really punch it into the The fact that he's been treating everybody like dirt isn't that's just not enough. You got to just push that little extra envelope a little bit. I'm
0: Um, I'm surprised the movie didn't have him like trip JC. JC rolls down a hill, (laughs) gets hit by a car and is now like paralyzed from the waist down and has to like be in a wheelchair or something like just to make it really understood that he's a real jerk.
2: Well, I think if it was I think if this movie took place in like the late 90s. He would have tripped him and then teabagged him and laughed at oh, Yeah, the whole time, there we go. You know, and then you know, and Chris would just be saying, No, stop! <laughs> I'm teabagging him. This <laughs> sounds know? like a
0: movie that was definitely on Spike TV at some point.
2: Um I, I, I feel like it was. Yeah. I yeah. feel like I've tread no new water and and my joke fell flat. Thank you.
0: Oh I'm trying to work in upon I got nothing. I got nothing. I got fell nothing. flat. We're okay. We're getting somewhere. JC with that. should
2: have no, propped was...
0: yourself up. You need a crutch to get
2: through this. This this bit.
0: Yeah, we yeah we do. We need <laughs> we, we just, need help. We really. I'm. We're gonna. I'm gonna make sure I leave
2: for... all the dead silence.
0: Oh, in. <laughs> oh, fantastic! I can't wait to hear this. Um. So anyway, anyway. So the, the girlfriend cops now grab I... Chris and JC.
2: Okay. So oh
0: oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: I, you know. I, I don't want to, because I know, I don't want to go down the whole road, but yeah, I know this is still prevalent in movies. I, I'm not going to try and, you know, blame one person or the other. But this girl, when her boyfriend Brad does this, she does the old, ha ha, she rolls up the middle finger like a, you know, like an organ grinder monkey, <laughs> right? Right, right, right. What, what are you doing with this person? He He didn't turn into this yesterday why are you with him it's because she seems like such a nice person right he didn't just pop a cores on saturday and turn into this jerk
0: off well i would
1: i I would like to point out
0: that she is in a sorority okay so you know maybe judgment isn't super great to begin with but maybe this was just a straw that broke the camel's back
2: no No. Yeah, see, I was trying not to judge her, Greg, but I—if you feel like that's the right way to go, uh, I—I accept, I accept it. You don't have I to look my at me threateningly. And I stand by you it. don't have
0: to look at me threateningly. I know. <laughs> I, I get it. I'm, I'm good, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you got it. Great. Glad we're on the same page here. Fantastic. <laughs> what do you have against sororities? <clears throat> Oof, what don't I have against sororities? We'd be here all night. We got time. <laughs> I you had chicken to cook. <laughs> What are okay. we gonna do? Talk about this movie? Anyway, uh <laughs> so the <laughs> cops pick up Chris and JC. Chris, worst criminal in the world, immediately admits to everything and he's I like, know. we we went into the lab, we opened it up, we pulled him out, we dropped him, we ran out. I'm so sorry. Um, and the janitor is there and he just thinks it's hilarious that they were screaming like banshees. He just says it three or four times. He yeah. loves it. Yeah. Um and then that night the uh the um Uh, David Paymer, the the actor in question, uh, walks out of the police station (laughs) right past a cop who's just like, I see you tomorrow.
2: Yeah, you don't know what? And by the way, this happens like three or four times in this movie. People are completely oblivious to things less, less than six inches from their face.
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, people, nobody has any idea what's going on in this town No one's paying attention, no. things are happening Nobody has any clue, which is maybe why Tom Atkins is like the greatest cop It's like super cop, because he's like, yeah, I just pay attention That is true, you know what, That that's a fair point, right? If he just, I don't know, observed
2: anything for more than 30 seconds He he has to be the best cop um, So, yeah. So anyway, so, I'll be honest, he, this is where my notes started just to get to like bullet points where it's you know david premer uh is killed um a zombie cat shows up at the dormitory that they thought was dead now it shows up in its faces i will say some of the special effects is okay some of it is very dumb and yeah
0: it's 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 about 50 50 at this yeah. point with with this sort of thing so um let's see the janitor is killed by the medical student uh, Cynthia, the, ne- it's the, the, the next day, Cynthia m- meets up with Chris and JC and he says like, Hey, I saw this, that guy. He was that, the, the dead cryogenic guy. He showed up at my window. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And like these, all these slugs came out of him and yes. like no one believes her. And so, uh, Chris is, uh, Chris and Cynthia are out on a walk. Uh, the detective, uh, Tom, Tom Atkins, um, overhears a conversation and brings Chris back to his house. And he explains that back in 59, he was a rookie, a rookie cop. And his ex-girlfriend uh, was the one who got murdered. Yeah. Pam was the one who got murdered. So he hunted down the, the ax murderer in his own spare time, uh, killed him and dumped him in what at the time was an unused, a plot of land near the college, which now houses they they say the house mother, but like what does that actually mean? What does, uh, so, is that is that just someone who's like technically in charge of the house?
2: Yeah, so the house mother is supposed to be well. I mean, from if if eighties and nineties movies have taught me anything, the house mother is supposed to be someone who lives on site, kind of like a caretaker when the sorority's not open. But she also is supposed to keep the girls in line and make sure that they're going to class. And they're, you know, I think it's more like a 40s, 50s, 60s kind of thing where they're supposed to make sure that they're being good girls sort of thing. I'm going to guess that may or may not still be a thing, but it's definitely a big thing in the 60s and 70s. Okay.
0: All right. So it turns out that's where the body is buried. And... Literally, as soon as he is done telling this story, the dead body of the axe murderer busts through the floor and murders I, the house mother. I know. I
2: the only thing I liked about that scene was Chris's reaction was pretty good. Like, uh, should you not be telling me about a homicide yeah, from twenty years yeah, ago?
0: Yeah, what is what is happening? What's the point of the story? <laughs> and I do. And Dennis Farina is just like,
2: yeah. Why am I telling
0: you? I know he's. Like, I thought he was going to shoot the kid. To figure out. <laughs> So anyway, anyway, uh let's see here. Um Brad shows up at the sorority house. Oh, wait a second. He's... We... oh wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I yeah, skipped we... a ton of we're stuff. we're skipping. So JC. They're getting ready. They're 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 while this is happening, JC is in the bathroom.
2: And I am Did you also notice
0: a continuing
2: Yes. Striper rules. We already Striper, knew that. Striper does not to rule that.
0: at all. I will zero ruling uh, in Striper.
2: Let's just talk about Striper for a couple of minutes so I can put a Striper song in under as an underbed.
0: Oh, I mean, what the the one hit they had to hell with the devils. <laughs> yes, the, yes. Okay. Let's
2: talk about that song for just a couple of minutes because let's just talk about bright yellow spandex. <laughs> hey, you know what? When you got to look like a tiger and your name is Striper, that I mean, it just it's hand in hand at that point.
0: I believe they also threw Bibles out at their concerts. Okay, different. If I'm not mistaken, different in a good way or a bad way. No, like they were they were like they they were like heavily heavily Christian. They they oh. were oh they were, or at least the lead singer was. Who who knows about the rest of the band?
2: Oh okay. Oh, is this like corn where eventually one of them got super religious and then they both started writing songs about how terrible the other person was and then they all made up anyway.
0: Oh wow. Do you not know that story? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Tell me about that. I want to hear about okay. this. Okay.
2: So Corn, um, th- you know, other than Jonathan Davis, they all had and uh David David Johnson was the drummer. Okay. The other three guy the three guitars were Fildy, Monk, uh Monkey, and Monkey, Head, I remember Brian yeah. head Welch,
0: right? Oh oh Head. That's right. Okay. So right.
2: Monkey, I forget his real name he went it's not important at, at some point he just got super religious and he wrote this tell all book about Jonathan Davis and Korn about their life on the road and Jonathan Davis wrote two albums dissing this man Jesus <laughs> okay there's Petty and then there's Petty two, two full albums David the drummer ended up leaving he said it was stress but he kinda he was still friends with Monkey but eventually they
0: um, they made up And now Monkey is back with them. Is this about the time the money ran out? Because I find that when that happens, suddenly a lot of people are willing to put a lot of things to bed.
2: No. Korn is one of the most successful bands in the world. Um, It's just, no, he got super religious. I think he,
1: uh,
2: not to say it was a Yoko kind of thing, but he did marry this girl and then he got super religious. And he was just like, oh, I got to turn my back in all the old ways and and things like that. And and I get it. Okay. But like, um, there's a
1: great—I
2: um, uh, forget what song it is. But at one point, Jonathan Davis—it's one of my favorite lines in one of his songs. He goes, "You simply react to what you're told, just like Pavlov's dog." <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, wow!" I mean, wow—that <laughs> is the most—that that may be the most lyrically competent thing he's ever written. Because the rest of it is is always just, "My life sucks." Forget the fact that I have nine. So- Number one albums and a private yep. jet, my life still sucks. That's
0: I guess you why. know, private jet can't can't save everything. <laughs> okay, okay, let's I, it, let's 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 get back to business here. Um, oh, anyway, so back JC to JC uh... is is in the toilet, and you had some great knowledge you were about to drop on us. Yeah.
2: What? Now that my uh, my wife has left the room, what in the fuck is with the eighties and not wiping? <laughs> he wipes,
0: but he wipes once. Did he? I missed he, it. Yes. Yes. There's, you, he grabs toilet paper and wipes. Okay. But.
2: Oh, thank God. Uh, that, that makes me that feel means... better.
0: You know what? Even a
2: passing glance, knowing you're probably going to die, at least that's something. We yep. watched like,
0: what, four movies in a row where nobody yep. wiped. And nothing, I was like, nothing. did nothing, I miss nothing. the no wiping bus in the 80s? <laughs> you, know, you know what gets me is in movies when you see people brushing their teeth, you never see them rinse their mouth out afterwards. No. Never. No, you just let you that You just let that scum yeah, build you up. just leave it on there. So anyway, <laughs> JC hears something, he opens the door, he sees it's the janitor's body that has fallen, head is completely burst open. Yeah. He sees the slug. He tries to get out of the bathroom, he can't. He yeah. he the slug winds up getting him, but he finds out fire hurts them. He's got a matchbook and he puts it on the ground after it's lit on fire and it and it and it dies. So, yeah. this is interesting. We haven't seen anyone so far talk after they've been infected. But when no. Chris gets back to his room after what I can only assume is the weirdest night of his life where he's like going to be telling people this detective like brought me to his house <laughs> no. and okay. then he confessed to murdering <laughs> someone and and he told no. me right where he tells, the body was buried. He tells and, and nobody about that story. He, <laughs> I, would, I would agree. So anyway, he sees a micro cassette recorder, classic rad 80s piece of machinery. Again. That says that says play me. And we hear JC explaining I can feel this thing it got in my mouth. It's in my brain. It's it's eating my brains. You know, I'm 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 already dead. You know that that kind of thing.
2: So, again, a movie of people who can't observe things. Chris is in that very small dorm room, with that on the table the whole day. Because earlier in the day, with the sun out, he has uh, a tuxedo to go to the formal. Yep. Goes into the room. Because we see a very. We all-
0: we all dress up in our tuxedo like twelve hours before we need to go. Where
2: no, we're that's ready. what I
0: mean. It's dark out when he sees the tape recorder. So clearly, he's been in that room the whole day and never noticed it. Yeah. Um. So anyway, or, anyway, or he listens to or it, or
2: was Chris taking a shower? Chris snuck in. JC snuck in, recorded it,
0: and then left without saying anything. Maybe. 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 Maybe that was it. I want to know, d- did Zombie JC still need the crutches?
2: No, he says no. Uh, on the he tape, does. on the tape, he says, I walked with my own legs. Oh, he does? Okay. Yeah, he does that say part. that. Yeah, because, again, it, it's a little thing that they threw in there without it being too obvious. But eventually, Chris right, okay. goes down and he finds JC's body. He um, does. He does. Yeah, it looks like he put his head in front of a boiler or something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, it's 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 time for the formal. All the all the dude bros, all the betas are getting all on the bus. They're, they're going nuts. Oh,
2: my I, God.
0: Dude with the clipboard great?
2: is the best guy in the whole movie.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, and, and wasn't it really cool that one of the members from ACDC decided to drive the bus for them? Is I that, thought that was really nice. Is it? <laughs> no. It just, okay. It just, he has the same hat. He just kind of oh, like... Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, uh, no, I love the fact that one of the guys has a clipboard and he's checking off names like they're yes. going on a
0: field trip. <laughs> well, you got it. Someone's got to be in charge. Brad's not around. He's got to pick up that slack. <laughs>
2: Meanwhile, they all have
0: open mugs of beer. It's like, yeah, is, is responsibility really top of the list? So this scene rules so hard because you know what is going to happen to that bus full of frat guys. Oh, and, oh, 100%. man, percent. Oh, and, uh, it is so sweet, and it's exactly what you'd expect. Even even a great homage to Mad Max, where when the bus driver finally does crash, he, you there's a quick shot of his eyes bugging Bum, out yeah, of yeah, his yeah, yeah, head. Yeah. And, so and,
2: stupid. And then when that happens, Greg, we do cut to the movie that I wanted to see. <laughs> Plan okay. Nine from Outer Space. No, oh, no, no, no. Okay. That's when that's when the serial, the, the killer. That's, comes, yeah, back. That's, no, that's, no, no. that's That's what the house. Not, was. I want to see Night of the Living Bros. Oh. So badly. Okay. I, I,
0: I I will say, from here on out, the movie is just at a ten, and it doesn't stop,
2: bro. So let's get some brains, bro. Like, <laughs> why not, dude? Oh, we man. could sh- we could totally like take over this whole town if we just had some brains, bro. Night of the
0: Living Bros. I, I'm not gonna lie, Tell I me. would I would a hundred percent watch yes, that. You bro. would. <laughs> You yes. know you would. Now, is is the joke when you shoot these guys in the head, it doesn't stop them? Yes, of course. Of course. All right. Where do you have to shoot them? The their groin. drinking arm? Where no, else? The groin! <laughs> I also
1: that.
0: would have accepted their drinking arm. <laughs> the drinking arm. <laughs> no, no, no. The drinking arm is what really pisses them off. But no. <laughs>
2: the
1: Headshot does, does enra- nothing.
2: They're does powered nothing. by the power of their sexual prowess. Of course. So of, course of course, the groin.
1: <laughs> why are I'm we not, not writing this lie. movie
0: that's a fantastic film <laughs> Not of the living bros bro i'm gonna i would i would guess that if we made this movie joe bob briggs would easily give it three and a half stars <laughs> i'm calling it rad right now it's <laughs> the joke. oh man oh man all right i gotta make some phone calls <laughs> i gotta i gotta call I gotta i'll call work on a people. treatment you yeah. you get the funding we don't even need the script. We just need a one-page treatment. That's all we need. We'll write the script as we're making the movie. I don't even think we need that ball. much. It's perfectly just, fine. I think we sit in an office and go,
2: none of the living bros. Money? Yeah. <laughs> and they I'll just go, i
1: check, please.
0: Slow clap. Yeah. <laughs> Would you prefer a giant novelty check or actual bag of money? <laughs> uh, both? <laughs> Good answer. This, you've done this before. <laughs> we knew this is the right investment. I, I was listening to a guy talking about where he uh, he had he had pitched several scripts. He had gone around the different things, and he said eventually he got to the point where he could, all he did was try to convince the worst dressed person in the room that his movie was good because he figured the worst dressed person in the room was actually in charge because they're like the studio head who has all the money, who can do whatever they want. <laughs> Whereas everyone else who's dressed really nice, they're probably like, just like, you know, Oh, they're trying to impress him that don't matter. Yeah. So, he, so that was his whole thing. He would just try to impress those. I thought it was very smart. Anyway. Um, okay. Let's get to here. Here's where the movie goes nuts. We've got night of the living bros. It's happening. uh. <clears throat> Uh, Detective Cameron gets called that. Oh, you know, hey man, there's crazy, crazy crap going on, and he finds. Well, let's see. So he. Well, he Detective gets a Cameron call that the the, the, mother, yeah. the the house mother murderer. Yeah.
2: The house mother is taken an axe to the face, and he runs right over there, and they they find that, and then they find out that, um, one of the cops sees the killer on the road, and they chase him down to an alley. Um, and it a...
0: solves it. It answers a question I think we were all curious: how many policemen does it take to kill a zombie? According to this movie, it is either five or one Tom Atkins. Um.
2: Yeah. I mean, we all have a Tom Atkins in our back pocket, so clearly we're fine. Yeah. But if you don't, you're going to need four more cops. You're,
0: you're going to need four more police officers. Yeah. Um. At a minimum. Minimum, of course.
2: So. They kill him, and then uh, eventually, I mean, this is where it all kind of starts to culminate. They all go back to the to the girls' frat
0: house. Well, Chris, uh, so so oh, Brad the shows detective, up. Detective, the detective goes home to kill himself, <laughs> which I still am a little confused about. And then Chris is like, "Hey, I I I need your help. There's zombies everywhere." And and uh, the detective goes to see Dick Miller, gets a flamethrower because of course. We get, of course, the police have a flamethrower in their in their armory, um, um, and
2: and just a little angry that they aimed a gun at Dick Miller. Yeah, that, Dick that Miller man is a, a treasure.
0: Better. So anyway, <coughs> they go back to the sorority house, and the zombies horde they're they're a comin', and yeah. uh, it's so slow.
2: It, it's I, I I don't know. I, I've watched Night of the Living Dead, the original black and white. I think it's great. I love that movie. I've watched the riff tracks of it. I've watched it normal. i I watched the colorized version. It's great. i got to be honest. All of this, you can just tell the actors are not comfortable with the things they're being told to use, the the flamethrower and the shotgun. It just seems like they're so awkward in it that, like, especially when you get to uh, Chris and the girl in the little woodshed, it just, everything feels so slow and so telegraphed that you're like, ugh. I, I, I was like, this is slowing the movie down for me. I, I didn't wow, find that exciting that at all.
0: Interesting. I love the end of this movie. <laughs> I think it's great. Uh, come on. We, well, got, we got improvised, improvised hairspray. We have a guy whose face gets run into a lawnmower. Uh, we've got just all sorts but there's no, of... there's You just, know what? So... I,
2: okay, the hairspray I like, the lawnmower. There's no payoff. It shows comical
0: cartoon yes, blood. Yes, it does. I will grant you that. But uh, I like the... Uh, I still like the the, the... the try, I guess. The try? Yes. I Would you say it. this
2: director is a try-hard?
0: I, I, it's a phrase I use often, I okay. so I'll say it again. Okay. Uh, so anyway, everybody's... <laughs> uh, uh, everyone's killing everybody, and then they find out that... Uh, there were brains stored in the basement.
2: Again, when that's when they don't when you they... hate when that happens. Listen, when you're at college when...
0: and someone's got to store brains in the basement.
2: Yeah, when when Pleckoff's missile was first introduced at the beginning, right with the brains. I
0: I love I love that that's the name you have now called it. <laughs> what from here on out we are from now on calling it Plekoff's missile. <laughs> Pleckoff's missile of course one hundred percent what it needs to be called from here on out. <laughs> So, so Plekoff's missiles, right? Yep. The nuclear vessels.
2: Nuclear. Well, what did I, I nuclear, used to call them? Nuclear Chekov's vessels. vessels. Well, you, you all know what they are. I didn't know what it was until Greg explained it to me. Which, by the way, if anything, when we're done with this podcast and I'm old and gray, I can say, I know what Chekhov's gun is. Yeah.
0: That's it. And Plekoff's missiles. And Plekoff's <laughs> missiles. The anyway, updated version yes, of, of, of course. Chekhov's gun is Plekhov's missiles. <laughs> so when the brains showed
2: up, I'm like... This is just stupid. I, I was oh, it's, genuinely like
0: I get it it's going to come back later but this is just stupid. It's it it's kind of like I I particularly remember as a child watching MacGyver and as a child after seeing four or five episodes of MacGyver whatever happens in the first 4 minutes of MacGyver is 100% going to come back to save the day at the Every end of MacGyver single and, and time. it's like and it's it's, it's like this, they're like I have these brains. Can you know, I store them in your basement, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, "Oh, I wonder if that's going to come back
1: right. in the movie."
2: So, <laughs> so they, so the, uh, so the brains are all in the basement. Dennis Farina goes down there with Chris, and the plan is he's going to douse it all with gasoline and and do all this stuff. And uh, as he, as Chris is running out, he's clearly telling everybody to run away while also counting down. I couldn't tell if it was in his head or. Or out
0: loud. The slowest countdown from 20 in the history of the world. Oh my
2: god. It's It was three minutes.
0: It was so long.
2: And uh, we see the... Uh, no, Chris says...
0: Thrill me, detective.
2: Which... Uh, okay, I got it. Basement explodes.
0: That's what we think is the end of the movie. Now, <sighs> this is how the movie theatrically ended. There's a crowd of people watching the house burn. Yep. Um, the dog who caused the bus to crash earlier in the movie with the dude bros in it. Yep. Comes up to Cynthia. Cynthia bends down to pet it. It opens its mouth. A slug, and it's like POV. It's like like Cynthia's POV. A slug like jumps out right into the camera, ending the movie. That was the theatrical movie. I would have liked we, that. Ho- we, however, did not get that. No. We do see everyone in front of the burning house. That is that is dead on. Yeah. But we see the detective, Cameron, who's now like a zombie shuffling down the street smoking a cigarette, which I thought was actually pretty funny. <clears throat> he stops. He falls over. His head bursts open. Slugs come out. They run into a cemetery. And then a searchlight appears from the night sky. It's the spaceship from the beginning of the movie. uh, And the aliens are obviously trying to pick up their experiment. Cut to credits.
2: Well, I mean, because what you got to do is you got to remember to bookend your movie. Because after an hour and and 29 minutes, you have to go, shit, we had aliens in this. We should do something about
0: it. Oh, yeah, we should bring that back. We should, Um, yeah. So, there you go. That's the movie. It's a tight 90 minutes. Um, Paul... Is this film still rad? You want me to go first, huh? I want to hear the sound of that Patreon money (laughs) Disappear
2: Yeah Uh, Quickly, I would say Um, Because this film was not rad to Mr. Paul Uh, It's, I get what they're trying to do The slug thing for the brain-eating The zombie thing I I, I get the attempt This movie is, to me It's slow It's plodding even when you kind of get to the points where it's kind of starting to ramp up, it still seems very slow to me. And for a good chunk of the movie, I just didn't get what they were trying to do. Like, what, what ultimate... I kept thinking of the aliens, to be perfectly honest with you. I kept thinking, like, what does that mean? Yeah. And and then you have Dennis Farina with his... Um, Tom Atkins, I guess. I You've said his name enough times I should pretend I actually know it now okay you know his whole story there it doesn't make sense i think there's a couple things that they could have done in this movie that would have made it a little bit better but to me i I didn't find it rad whatsoever i'm not i'm not mad i watched it i'm not angry like there are movies you've made me watch that i've been angry
0: at like what
2: what was the one there was one i was raging at you for
0: mr bibbs will tell us go ahead and twitter uh <laughs> okay. I'm 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 trying to remember there's definitely sometimes there are movies that I think you're not going to like. yeah, And then I'm not surprised when you don't like them. But I can't I don't remember you watching a movie and I, being like No, no, no. Super I super angry.
2: I, I no, I was think I was jokingly angry that well, you still. made me watch this. Uh this movie was just yeah, it just wasn't interesting to me. That I guess that's the way to put it is I didn't fall one way or another. I just didn't care about it by the end. Um, so, unfortunately, yes it's, uh, it's been a long run, Mr. Bibbs It's been three and a half years You've gone from the very beginning to the end And it's been lovely Knowing that you've been a part of the show If you could before you're out, just go ahead and get us that uh, That peeping list and, uh, and number of cameos And we'll call it a day Greg, what did you think about this movie?
0: I thought this movie was rad huh. I, I'm, I, I'm so happy I, can tell. I, I think yeah. it's great I think it's a fun, fun movie are there problems with it? Oh yeah, it's it is a mess. <laughs> it is a mess, and that's okay for me. I I guess this has got like enough cool stuff in it, and a whole bus full of frat guys getting murdered. I'm I, I that I mean you put that in a movie. I'm gonna be hard pressed to say I didn't enjoy it. Um, <laughs> sure, but but no it. it you are right. The problems that you have with it kind of the pacings a little weird. Uh, like I said at the beginning, there was a lot going on in this movie. Um but i I like it. I do. I think it's I think it's a fun movie, and uh I still I still enjoyed it. It was still rad to me. So um they've routinely said that they are gonna make a sequel to this movie and it has absolutely never happened. So
2: oh wow, I actually thought there was a sequel to this.
0: I think there's, like, a movie that they called Night of the Creeps, too, but it was, like, one of those they just gave it the title has actually nothing to do with it or something. Yeah. But, um, no, no, never been one. And I guess Tom Atkins has actually said, like, I would do a sequel to this movie in a heartbeat. This is his favorite movie he he ever did. He can't. He died. Well, when he was alive, Paul. No, 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 no. I'm
2: sorry. (laughs) Not, not, Not even Tom Atkins. I'm saying the character.
0: One way or another, he died. Yeah, oh actually yeah yeah Tom Atkins is not dead. He's no. still he's still alive. Uh well good. maybe they'd bring him back. Maybe he'd be his, maybe the aliens would bring him back to life. I don't know. Well, you know what? Those aliens integral to the story. They were so important. But but yes, that that is it. That is that is Night of the Creeps. Yeah. We got one yeah, rad, yeah. one not rad. We'd like to thank everybody Specifically our patrons Mr. Bibbs and at Terse Tale, you guys are fantastic. Thank you guys so much, of course. I don't know what the next movie will be, but Labamba is definitely on the list at some point.
2: Oh, you know what movie this made me think of that I I, I am Labamba? N- n- um you know in some ways yes, but I in mean, a lot bus, of ways bus
0: crash, plane crash. I mean, you know we're we're, we're around there.
2: Yeah, no.
0: Both movies um, contain flamethrowers.
2: Uh do they?
0: No. Okay.
2: You have me. You, <laughs> you're good. You, I got gotcha. you. No, Spaced
0: Invaders. Oh, I remember Spaced Invaders. It's uh, yeah. we can
2: rent it on on uh, Amazon, and we're trying to do almost all Prime or Netflix movies, just to since we're kicking it back up, but um yeah, that movie... yeah
0: spoiler it's and th- well that is 1990 but yeah spoiler alert everybody uh you want to know how we pick our movies if they're on amazon prime or netflix we're pretty much guaranteed to do one of those movies.
2: yeah right now that's a big thing and amazon uploaded a bunch of 80s movies oh gleaming the cube is up there as well
0: i have a funny story about gleaming the cube so maybe we should do that one
2: we'll get to it uh i got nothing else anything from you mr greg
0: Just go to iTunes and give us a rating. Follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Interact with us. Write us an email. Tell us a story about an 80s movie you loved. Uh, Better yet, tell us a story about an 80s movie you loved and then watched it again, and then you realized it was crap, and your entire childhood was a lie. Uh, you know, interact with us. We'd 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 love that. Tell your friends. Uh, if you uh ride the bus, be that jerk who has his phone on speakerphone so everyone has to listen to everything that that person is listening to. But make it this was rad.
2: I'll tell you what. Um, so two things. First of all, we did get a brand new uh, review on iTunes in January. Um, oh, we did. I, I noticed. Yeah. Great. Um, unfortunately, I don't have my phone. My wife took it to go play Pokemon. So, so I can't bring it up. But. Why don't we try and do this, Greg? If we can, is on like Mondays. Once we pick our movie, we'll throw it up on Twitter and Facebook. If you have a story, just a like one to two paragraphs. Nothing. We're not going to be reading any short novels. But if you have a story about the movie that we're watching, go ahead and send us a a PM with that, and maybe we'll read it on the on the show just to get a little more interactivity with our fans. I think that'd be pretty. I cool. would.
0: I would. I would love interactive stuff. Um, yeah. If we ever do that—that that, um, are you afraid of the dark? Episode we we constantly oh, said we were going to yeah. do. Um, I I would definitely want people to just record a quick little blurb and send it into us and just tell us about like your favorite episode. But that but you know, it's neither here nor there. Uh, other than that, I've I've got nothing, Paul. That's it. I'm I'm out of stuff.
2: I am as well. So that makes me Paul. I'm Greg. Have a good night, everybody.
1: Detective.
0: This has been a Podtron Network production. For more of this show and
1: others like it, find Podtron on Twitter at Podtron Network and search Podtron Network on Facebook.